0: Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Welcome back to another episode of Believe, a Bills Fan Podcast. I'm Jamie D'Amico, and I'm going to be taking you through this upcoming matchup against the Dallas Cowboys, one of the best teams in the NFL. I'm flying solo this week without the man himself. That would be John Boccasino, who once again is on the injured list. I think he's got a high ankle sprain this time around. Anyway, here we are coming into the home stretch of this football season the 10-3 Dallas Cowboys are taking on the Buffalo Bills, who are coming in at 7-6. and six. Dallas Cowboys, one of the best teams in the NFL, and you know what? Every week, it comes down to matchups, and that's what we are going to look at today, as I said. However, before we get into that, let's just touch on the Hullabaloo's running Stefan Diggs again seems that no matter which direction Stefan Diggs turns something is being misquoted or people are implying things that he's thinking and he just can't seem to outrun it well this week it is the headline of him saying it's not because of me when asked about his production dipping in the past seven games and yes We have seen a major dip in production from Stefan Diggs from the first seven games of the season. We've seen the same number of targets, but fewer catches and far more drops. The quote, Diggs is asked about it and says, it's rough, man. Earlier this year, I saw a lot of doubles, but they've been doing a great job, especially when you put those first seven, eight games on tape of what I like to do. They've been doing a good job. For me personally, I've been trying, bro. I promise you, I've been trying. It's not because of me. Okay. Nothing really wrong with that quote, is there? It's Stefan Diggs saying, because they have been doubling me, doing a great job, it's not because I'm not putting forth the effort. It's not because of me. But you take that last sentence and make a headline out of it, it sounds an awful lot like he's blaming people. Hey, Steph, why has your production gone down? Well, it's not because of me. That sounds really different, doesn't it? And that's exactly what people are going to hear when that is used in the headline. And that's what The Athletic did. They put that in the headline. Well, let's just put it to rest. This is not a controversy. This is Dig saying that he's working hard out there. Let's move on. Okay, back to the matchups. The one that everyone is looking out for when the Bills are on offense is Micah Parsons against Spencer Brown. Micah Parsons is a nightmare. He's one of the absolute best defenders in the NFL. He has 12 and a half sacks. He's coming in at 245 pounds. He's only 24 years old and it seems like he's been around forever. The guy is a terror because despite his size, he's an explosive athlete and he plays with great leverage and a really low pad level. We all know that when it comes to pad level, the low man wins. That has been Spencer Brown's issue. Coming in at almost seven feet tall, Spencer Brown can play high at times just simply due to his physical stature. He's going to be higher than most folks. Also, occasionally, he will have somebody get off the snap quicker than he does and allow a free run to the quarterback. Well, what do we have here? If Brown gets caught crossing his feet or thinking too much, that means that Micah Parsons is going to have a crazy opportunity to get at Josh Allen. Now, if it were anybody other than Josh Allen, I would be very concerned, especially because Parsons lines up on the offense's right side. That means Josh Allen is going to see where he's coming from. However, this is the matchup that is going to make the difference in whether the Bills win or lose. There is one B here, but this is where I want to start with it. Michael Parsons has to be kept under control. So what are they going to do? Well, Dawson Knox is back in the lineup. Expect to see a lot of two tight end personnel with Dawson Knox on that side of the line of scrimmage because there's going to be a big need to double team him. Now, the Cowboys are going to use him as a chess piece, try to move him around a little bit. How do you react to it? Well, the offensive line... He's going to have to make the right calls, namely Mitch Morse, who makes the offensive line adjustments, and Josh Allen is going to need to know where he is on every play. The other side of this is the Cowboys defense has the fourth highest rate of man-to-man coverage in the NFL. Josh Allen has been destroying man-to-man coverage this year. Now... How are they going to scheme this? Joe Brady, I'm looking at you, buddy. Because you have to make it easy on Spencer Brown. And one of the ways in which you could do that, knowing that you're going in against man-to-man coverage, is to scheme it up so your receivers can get out into the routes quickly without getting jammed at the line of scrimmage. You could do that by putting people in motion. You could do that with stacked releases. But one thing I would like to see them do without is that horrible bubble screen to the receiver that just doesn't seem to work. For whatever reason, this Bills team is a terrible screen team. It should be an easy play. It should be an easy four to five yards. It never is for them. So throw that out. Get them in motion. And get the ball to your best offensive weapon out in the flat or on a quick slant over the line of scrimmage. But if you get him running first, you're going to set it up so the defenders can't put their hands on them on him. But easier said than done. The Dolphins have good defensive backs. Stefan Gilmore, at 33 years old, Former Buffalo Bill, still a very good player. Not your defensive player of the year like he once was, but still a very good player. Dosh Allen says he's the kind of DB who runs the route for the receiver. Yes, he's very heady. He's very good. But on the other side of the line of scrimmage is Deron Bland. In his second year, Deron Bland has five pick sixes this season. In his career, he has six of them with eight interceptions, but five pick sixes on one season. There are all pro and even Hall of Fame cornerbacks who haven't had that many pick sixes in a career, let alone a season. So while he is wanting to get burned every once in a while, he is also a guy who, if you throw at him, you are rolling the dice because if he gets his hands on it, he's sure-handed. He knows what to do with it. But I think that in the cases where the Bills cause the, the defensive backs of the Cowboys to switch, you're going to figure out ways of getting Diggs isolated on Bland and it's going to be a favorable matchup. Let's also talk about while the Bills have the ball, the running game. Okay. The Cowboys are middle of the pack in the NFL, We're coming in at 13th in yardage given up on the ground. Bills are 19th. They're separated by about, oh, this looks like eight yards a game. Okay. Middle of the pack means that they can be run on. We're not talking about San Francisco's defense here where you know, you're you're basically gonna get stoned at the line of scrimmage. We're talking about a, a team where if James Cook, who looked really good, can get going, he could see himself have a great day. Now on obvious passing downs at times are going to take him out of the game because despite the fact that he is an excellent receiver, he's a pathetic pass blocker. And we've all seen that his <laughs> his technique is just terrible. He kind of stands sideways and tries to throw his shoulder at the pass rusher. It's not how you do it. You square up. You get your hands there. Anyway, uh, I'm not going to go too far into that. But anyway, James Cook has a chance to have another good game, and he seems to just be getting stronger as the season goes. So let's see what he can do, especially early in the game. If the Bills can establish the run, I like their chances. If they can't establish the run and they have to rely too much on Josh Allen, well, that could create problems. Now let's switch to the other side. Bill's on defense. You've got the Cowboys on offense. Dak Prescott looks like the front runner for the MVP. Again, this team only has three losses. However, they are 2-2 two and two playing outdoors. This could be rainy, cold. And that is not the type of day where the Cowboys are comfortable. So, that gives the Bills an advantage. Even Vegas has the Bills up by two. And that's a little bit surprising when you consider the records. But two things are at play here. Number one, like I said, the Cowboys not playing well in the elements. But number two, Vegas likes the Buffalo Bills. They just do. Vegas has been kind to the Buffalo Bills for the last two years. And the Bills over the past couple of games have shown that they can play with the big boys by bringing it down to the wire against the Eagles and then beating the Chiefs. Both very close games. I'm not sure if I'm a better that I would actually put money on this game. However... This is the type of game where the Bills can steal one. Now, yes, it would be it, it would be better if the Cowboys played in the AFC from the, the tie-breaking trends and that, the fact that the Bills are 11th in the AFC right now. But they need to start stacking wins. AFC wins don't matter as much if you have a better record than the other teams that are vying for the wild card. And at this point... The division is even at play. Miami only has two more wins than the Bills. It's entirely possible with the meat of their schedule coming up over the next few weeks that Bills could at minimum be in a tie with them at the end of the season when they go into the final matchup against the Dolphins down in Miami. So what do you have to do when... The Cowboys have the ball. Well, you need to stop C.D. Lamb. He is their number one receiver. And unlike the Cowboys, the Buffalo Bills play a lot of zone. So they're not going to rely on any one player to lock up with Lamb. However, when that does occur, which it will in smaller percentage than zone coverage, but look for Russell Douglas to be put on him. According to Pro Football Focus, Douglas has the highest pro football focus grade in the NFL for coverage. I'm not saying I love the matchup, but I think that it bodes well that the Bills actually have somebody who is competent there to play against him. So with those matchups in mind, what's going to happen in this game? Well, your guess is as good as mine. I think that the Las Vegas oddsmakers are probably pretty close. I think the Bills are going to win by two. I see the Bills winning 28-26, and this is going to bode very well going into the final streak of three games when the Bills are playing all AFC teams. They need to win out in order to take the division, and I think here's another step to it. Let's do it, Bills. Let's get it done. Hey, thanks for listening. This is, Bill believe, the Bills fan podcast. Next week, you will hear John Boccasino right back in the air chair. Uh, for John Boccasino, I'm Jamie D'Amico. I want to hear you get in touch with me on Twitter or X, whatever you're calling it these days. I'm at the Jamie D'Amico. John Boccasino, he wants to hear from you, too. He is at... John Boxino, and we look forward to continuing the conversation offline. Come back every week to hear our preview of the game. Go, Bills. We'll talk to you soon. More to dos, less time, and an infinite number of tools to keep track of. Sometimes doing business has never felt harder, but you don't need a miracle to hit your goals. You can just use HubSpot because their all in one customer platform can make growing your business infinitely easier.